0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back. It's me, Nisha, and this is another episode of Adam's o- Off Thought. Today's thought is very thought-provoking. It's very intriguing. It's very exciting, to say the least. I'm feeling very ebullient. I'm feeling exuberant. I'm feeling zealous. I'm feeling gassed. I'm feeling enthusiastic to talk about today's topic of conversation. But before I do get into it, I do want to say... Follow me in all the socials. I am on all the social media platforms. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok under atoms of thoughts i'm also doing a video so if you're listening to this podcast and you want to see what your girl looks like yeah, head on over to my youtube channel atoms of thought and you could share some love share your thoughts let me know give me a rating five star rating preferably if you think my show is good if not i'm here for it give a five star rating and leave the comment you can leave it back i'm like hey i don't know what you're talking about i don't think you know what you're talking about you need to do more research it is what it is right i'm here for the good comments the bad comments i think i can always learn something right I can always learn something from everybody. You there's always something to be learned from ev- anyone. Right? So Socrates quote the only true wisdom is in knowing that you know nothing so I embody that I don't know anything right so I'm gonna preface today's topic of conversation by saying I know nothing these are just things I'm hearing this you know little chatter little this and I'm like you know what I agree with that thought it makes sense and I'm going to adopt that thinking as well it's basically how I live my life anything that makes sense and that I agree with yeah but Let's get into it. So today I want to talk about something that we don't often cognize. We don't often are able to fathom. We can often crack it. We don't know what the hell is going on. It's I wanna talk about money. Let's talk about money. I want to talk about our relationship with money. I want to talk about saving, getting out of death. I wanna death. What's death? It's debt. Getting out of death. I want to talk about all that stuff, all the good stuff when it comes to money. I just want to talk about money. I don't think we have enough conversations about money, so I want to talk about it. And what sparked this is the fact that when you think about, because I got curious about why it is that, we're so bad with money specifically poor people broke people we're bad with money right i'm included in that too we're we're bad with money we're not good with it and it could go back to parents not having that conversation about money with with their kids with their children and it is something that is still going on and it doesn't help anybody in the situation because it just it creates a cycle a cycle of broke just keeps being broke or keeps being poor they saying poor is a mentality and broke is just your situation so you know you don't want to call yourself particularly poor because that's a mentality you're just broke because currently things aren't going how you want it to go but for me either one potatoes potatoes but whatever you want to call it I want to say let's get let's broke out of brokenness Let's get rid of this. Like with today's society and how there's so much money, especially the fact that money is a social construct, it was created by us. We literally conjure money into existence. It's- existence is a piece of paper so let's start to understand it let's change our mindset when it comes to money let's not have a fear when we talk about money because I think that there is a fear people don't want to talk about money people is a hush-hush like it's a secret like you know it who should not be named let's not talk about it. it is you know that, that word don't say it don't talk about it but the reality of the situation is that everybody's affected by money in some way shape or form and we absolutely should be having more conversations with our kids our relatives we should be talking about it we should be talking about how to get better with money because it, it makes no sense where the rich is just keeps getting richer the bank is profiting there's so much especially in this capitalist society where the, you can own things you can make money even though with the capitalist society if you know what it means is like you know we have all these um privately owned like when it comes to the economy and politics and all of that talking about well, privately owned you know getting profit from all of those things and we can do it too right if the fact that everything is not in the hands of the government and stuff like that we can get in we can get a piece of this pie too like what the hell not like let's get it Let's get it. Let's get rich. Let's broke out of brokenness. Like, anybody got time for all that? So let's get into it. So today, um, let's talk about money. So the thing is, when I got interested in this topic of money and just what's going on, the very first, you know what, I never thought about the fact that i never had this conversation with my parents with my whoever was raising me because i you know there's times in my life where i was staying with my grandfather staying with my mom staying with my grandma with a bunch of different people but very close family members though but we never had a conversation about money we never had a conversation about budgeting we never had a conversation about investing saving that was not something that is talked about in a family so the very first time that i can remember that i ever really think that I can go back. Uh, you know what I just remember it just came to me because I was thinking about another time but I remember earlier time where I was at work and this it was my boss it was a manager and he came to me and I can't remember what the premise of the conversation I can't remember what we were really talking about but he said something that stuck with me and it stuck with me because it's funny enough at the time to me it meant nothing I'm like oh what I was young very young Uh, early mid-teens I believe mid-teens to maybe late teens so when he said it to me you know when you're in that age nobody can tell you nothing you know everything right nobody can tell you shit uh, you know so, when he said it to me, so basically what he said was, take care of the dollars and the pennies would watch themselves, or take care of the pennies and the dollars will take care of themselves. And something like that. It was from Andrew, Andrew Carnegie. And basically means that watch how you spend and the profit will come in, sort of thing. And at the time, to me, I'm just like, uh I'm paraphrasing the, the the quote. I mean, it probably something else. But basically, that's what it means. Just like watch how you spend on a profit, you, you get profit. But at the time when he said it to me, I'm just like, huh? It means nothing. And he said, I implore you to invest into mutual fund or something. Get a savings account, a tax-free savings account or something to get some compounding interest. And he started to say, I'm like, what? I The thing is, I remember this conversation because it was something that later on in life like now I'm looking back I'm like I wish I really took him up I really listened to what he said I did listen to him and I did went out and I did get a savings account like a tax-free savings account but I was putting like nothing in it I was putting nothing in it because I'm like "Eh, I want to go I don't want to look flat I want to spend my money I want to swap my credit card I want to do all these things that was very bad for me it's very apparent but again nobody had the conversation with me except for him because it wasn't a part of growing up it's not listen this is imperative I need to know this you're going into the world where money matters a lot and nobody had that conversation so when he said it to me I'm like yeah you know okay I'm gonna do it because yeah he makes sense but I didn't really understand the the seriousness of the matter I really couldn't Comprehended. I was too young and I wasn't exposed to money enough to really understand how to basically create generational wealth or wealth longevity or to have money to create that longevity with money or to have a better relationship with money. I just thought just spend, 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 spend. So when he said it to me, I just kind of like, yeah, yeah, OK, I just did it, but I didn't really to put any much thinking into it. And I just left it at that. Then it fast forward to when i was in college and i was reading a book because i'm hella broke i'm like what is going on i like i have no money to do nothing like i should not be this broke i'm working i'm not paying that much rent or anything like that like everything is within my budget but yet still i don't have enough money it's not making any sense so i was in economics class and i remember the professor i was reading a book and he the book was the title was one of those titles it's very catchy if you're that sort of person to catch it's it's one of those things that's like rich bitch or something like that or wealthy bitch or bitch being wealthy i don't know it's one of them topics that you know i was reading it because it was something like one of the bestsellers or something like that i'm like hey let me read this let me see what it is especially because of the title and he saw it and he's like what are you reading and i'm like it says something like it's like you're reading a book called rich bitch and i'm like yeah you don't want to be rich he looks at me and he shook his head and he's like what are you do and I'm like, I want to be rich, he's like, that's not how you get, this is just a money making scheme. You don't buy these books with these catchy titles to to make money, he said, you know what you need to do is you need to learn about money, you need to know how money came about, you need to go back to the basics, you don't need to read one of these get rich quick books sort of thing that's going to teach you nothing. You need to know the basics, before you start anything you need to go back to scratch you need to start over. He gave me a book. He's like, I'm going to bring you a book. And then he gave me the book. It's called Money. And for the like, again, Young gave me the book. I was very grateful because I'm somebody who I'm an avid reader. I love reading. So he gave me the book and I was excited. I was over the moon about the book. And I started reading like the first chapter and it was hella boring. I'm being honest. It's boring. It is hella boring. And I didn't really continue the book. I had the book upon until a few years ago and I never went back to read it. And now looking back, I'm like, I wish I had literally sat down and really read the book. and Understand ex- I didn't understand what he was saying. What he said made sense, but I'm just trying to get rich quick. Ain't nobody got time for all that. Ain't nobody got time for sitting down and spending hours on reading something to try to understand something, going back to the basics. Nah, that's not how we think. So... I didn't read the I read like the very few pages, maybe the first chapter. And I'm like stretching it if I got through the first chapter, to be honest. So I figured, you know what? I just put it down. But I'm looking now for the book to buy because I lost the book. I missed places. I don't know where the book is. And I could literally kick myself because I know now that it's now I'm thinking about the cliche. I'm thinking about, you know, the cliche. If I know now what I knew, then I would have done better. I would have made different decisions. You know that cliche we always say. But I didn't. So now I'm looking for the book. I can't even remember the the author or anything like that. But I wish I did. But I'm going to find that book. I'm going to find... I'm going to get another copy and I'm going to read it because he had a point he knew what he was talking about and he was even making fun of me because he was talking about money in class and he was talking about you know a thousand dollar bill or a 500 dollar bill and I'm like that exists and he's like yeah you see those books you're reading you will never get to realize to actually hold one of these bills. You need to read the book that I gave you and then you will know that, that the fact, you will know that, you know, a $500 bill, bill exists or a $1,000 bill exists. I remember it was a bill that I'm just like, I can't even believe that exists. I've never seen one of those in circulations because you don't see those in circulation. You have to have a portion of money in order to go to the bank and request for this. You have to be making deals like that in order to be having, walking around with money like that. At the time, I didn't really to understand all of that. But anyways, let's get into the fact that of college students enter college without ever even having a conversation with their parents about money. Isn't that mind boggling? That is just astounding to realize the amount, the percentage is so high. So, I want to talk about the fact that we need to talk about money more. We need to talk about money more with our kids. We need to break out of this being broke so let's talk about the fact that whenever we as people I want to say poor people broke people I'm gonna put myself in that category because clearly I'm in that category whenever we think about money we are we have a very narrow frame of mind, right? It's very na- narrow framing. We don't really think about a broad frame. We don't have a broad framing. So meaning that whenever we make decisions, it's isolated decisions that we're making. We're not making decision based on a broad picture. We're not looking at the bigger picture. So for example, we will save money and then borrow at the same time. Makes no sense, right? That is an example of narrow framing and thinking narrowly when in, in order to uh, fix an issue if an issue arises we don't we don't kind of leverage what we currently have to make more money so if for example we're in a bind something comes up and we need to we need some money quick we're thinking let's borrow money to pay however much interest you're paying which in the long term is not good which is why narrow framing is not a good way of thinking when it comes to money it's not a good way of thinking i think for anything we need to always we want to always combine everything to optimize our outcome right we want to make sure that we're looking at the overall picture looking at the broader picture getting a broader view and then making a decision based on that we don't want to make decision based on just an isolated situation because that in the long term obviously puts us in an issue which is why when we have credit cards we're thinking i need to buy this and i need to buy that and you're just buying it because you need to you're thinking about solving that issue that buying more stuff at this particular point in time we're not thinking about the long term and the broader picture as how much interest are you paying back on this purchase that you're making you're buying a tv buying courses you're buying this you're paying you're paying tax in the store, all on all this stuff, then you're also paying interest at a later date. It makes no sense. And that's why we stay broke. We are forever broke because the decisions that we're making, we have this narrow framing and we're not looking at the broader picture. We're not maximizing our profits or maximizing the outcome of what we can just by putting a little. We're not thinking about it like that. We're not thinking about, you know what? I just need to put a little or do a little bit just for a long-term Return or anything like that. It's just like even investing, right? When you're investing, we're thinking about one share versus having a portfolio and diversifying and doing all of that. We're not thinking about that. We're so isolated in our thinking, and that's the greatest downfall in being broke and staying broke, right? So if you're trying to, you're in a bind. You need to make some money, or you need to pay something off don't use your credit card don't go borrow money don't especially when you're borrowing money with a high interest rate or getting money for you know when you need to pay back is a high don't do that see what it is that you currently have see whatever assets you have can you leverage that can you work some other way can you just use cash if you have savings use that versus using a credit card and paying back a high interest rate it's no bueno it's no bueno. Let, let's let's get away from that. Right. Let's get away from that broke mentality, that poor mentality. Let's get away from that and let's try implementing some things that could get us out of that. Let's try getting into financial freedom. You know, when you talk about financial freedom or independence, those you're like, what is that something? Because a lot of people have debt and they think that debt is forever you're going to die with debt you're going to pass that on to whomever your spouse your kids whoever is going to inherit that debt some people don't never think about ever even achieving financial freedom when you think about financial freedom is breaking away from being that wage slavery being a wage slave and what the term i i don't know if you're familiar with being a wage slave but what it is is basically being a slave to your wage if you lose your job then you're in a bind. So a lot of people we're working paycheck to paycheck or we're living paycheck to paycheck. So if you so happens to lose your job, then you're not able to pay next month's rent. You're not able to buy food. You're not able to survive. So you're a wage slave basically because that's how we live, paycheck to paycheck, not able to pay your way out anything happens. That's it. You're over. You're, you know, stressed. You're stressed, pressed and depressed. We need to get away from that. So in order to get away from that, obviously we need to make sure that you have to be disciplined. You have to be disciplined with your spending because we want to become independent. We don't want to be dependent on credit cards or on high interest loans and stuff like that. We should not be depending on that. The payday loan, the greatest scam. Talk about payday loans. I, I was so curious because I remember working with this girl and she said, yeah, I'm going to go get a payday loan. She used to talk about payday loan like nothing. And I wasn't even like I am I was familiar with it, but I didn't I wasn't really familiar familiar with it like that. Like I'm familiar with the term like payday loan, knowing that you can get a loan and you pay back on your payday. But, you know, I was curious about the inner workings and what are the drawbacks, because obviously there has to be a drawbacks. I just walked into one of those places and I asked and when they started to explain to me and I'm like, people do this. And she looks at me and she's like, yeah. And I'm like but this is a scam. But you can also say the same for credit cards, right? You can literally say the same thing for credit cards because when uh, you use your credit cards to buy something and then you don't pay it off, Think about all the interest that the bank is earning off you. The bank makes so much money off interest is ridiculous, but that's it's a scam. It's a scam. We need to get away from that. So one of the things is to achieving financial freedom, true freedom, not being a wage slave. Right. The next thing that we want to do is live debt free. And in order to live debt free, we need to be disciplined. We need to I think what is a good idea is for us to Use your debit card. I know it sounds like use my debit card, but listen, stay with me here. Stay with me. So the thing is, when you use your debit card to spend at the end of the month, what you can do is you can go over all that you've spent on. You can literally sit down and take stock and go over and see what you're spending on, where you can cut back on. You can also be disciplined in terms of having a budget putting yourself on a budget so you know that i make x amount of dollars i'm gonna designate x amount for my groceries for this for that and what that will in turn do is make you spend less because when we use our cards or credit cards or debit cards and stuff like that a lot of time we're in this swipe 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 swiping because it's so easy. We're not being cognizant of what we're actually spending. But if you also have cash, you can say that okay, when I run out of this X amount of dollars that I set aside for this particular thing, then you know that's it. But if you have access to your card in your swipe 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 and you're not being cognizant of what you're spending, you're just going to keep racking up that debt or just spending 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 and not realizing. So this is why we need to take stock. We need to take time to sit down and go over what we're spending and see where you can cut back because i guarantee you we're spending way more than we actually need to we're living above our means we don't need to live above our means like that it's ridiculous how above our means we're living but this is a society that we live in very capitalist right privately owned it's for profit they're pushing everything they're telling you more is more is more so we buy into that and we think yes more is more is more it is not true we think that more stuff brings up happiness right we're we're this is a cliche it's like you know uh, the richer you are the happy you are or something like that or you know they always say you no know, the cliche is that money can't buy happiness but then it's like well you don't have money there's always that poor people that says that or rich people that says or someone like that but if you really look at it look at the science of it or the psychology of it realistically it cannot buy happiness it also does not make you sad so buying more stuff actually does not make you sad but it also does not make you happy it's just flat nothing happens you think something happens because that's what it's told to you because if you think about commercials that you're watching and everything that's being marketed to you it's telling you you need this to make your life better and in turn you're going to be happier you always see those commercials with people being super happy and the only way you see commercials with people being sad if they're you know advertising some depression pill or something and it's only for a short period of time in commercials people are always happy always feeling good living their best life the reality is nobody's uh, that happy always right people are not always that happy so we need to get away from the high idea that more stuff equal happiness it does not equal any happiness it doesn't do anything it doesn't make you feel happy it doesn't make you feel sad i think in turn what we do need to do though is experience you know spend our money on experiences or give back. Because what happens is, because we're very social creatures. So if you actually spend your money on somebody or give back to a charity, or you go out on dates with friends or family or something and you treat them to it, what happens is that makes you feel good because you're actually interacting with others. You're talking, you're creating moments, memorable moments. So you wanna create memorable moments and experiences that's how you create happiness if you're all about happiness spend your money on experience or charity or something like that that creates more happiness and actually buying more stuff you don't need five tvs you don't need multiple homes you don't need if you have the money and okay but honestly i think it's excessive i think it's excessive and it's because of the society that we live in that's telling you you need more stuff to feel happy the reality is you do not so especially if you're somebody that's struggling don't spend your money on more stuff don't you don't need more you need more experience I would say save your money and go on a vacation or give it to charity or you know treat somebody a family member out or treat somebody out to something give give back give back if you can give back give back if you can't i would say spend your money more in an experience that will create more happiness than literally buying more stuff which creates nothing it does nothing okay so that's what we want to do with our money to get out of this now let's talk about actually making money because i know a lot of times when we work we're wage wage slaves right we we're a slave to the wages man we can't live without it we can't live with it we can't live without it right but what you want to do is when you have money any little money don't don't because i think that we're also stuck in the mindset that we need to have x amount of dollars in order to feel like we have money and that's not true in order to get how how much money make a million dollars? A million dollars don't make a million dollars. Obviously, you have pennies that makes a million. That adds up to a million dollars. That adds up. It's the small things that adds up over time. So what you want to do is you want to we want to think we want to start being numerate. Basically, we want to learn and understand money and arithmetic. Arithmetic. I don't know. I can't really think that word. We want to understand those things in terms of how we can, we wanna understand compound interest. Because compound interest, when it comes, uh, when you comparing it to simple interest, because what compound interest is actually earning interest on interest? Isn't it very fascinating? Because simple interest is you're only earning um, interest on the principal, excuse me, which is simple interest, but you want to earn money on the principal. So compound interest is earning, Um, interest on the interest so you earn interest on the principal as well as you earn interest on the interest so in simpler terms is you invest a thousand dollars or you save a thousand dollars in a compounding interest account wherever offers that you go to the bank you financial institute wherever offers your savings account with compound interest option you take that put a thousand dollars in you may say earn a hundred dollars on top of the thousand dollars for the year at the end of the the first year. At the end of the second year, you're also earning interest on not only the principal, but also that interest of a hundred dollars that you earned the first year. And it continues on for however long. Simple interest, if you invest or you save a thousand dollars and you earned a hundred dollars for that year, first year. The second year, you're only earning interest on the principal amount. So only on that $1,000 that you would be earning an interest on. You see why it is where compound interest is better? Because compound interest allows you to earn on also the interest. You're earning on the principal and on the interest. And every year just keeps earning more and more and more versus simple interest is only on the principle which if it doesn't increase you're not earning any money so we want to adopt that broad framing mind we want to think about it goes back to the broad framing right mind right we want to make sure that we are we, we want to make sure that we are thinking about long term we're, we're thinking about the overall we're combining different things we're not only isolating our thoughts and our thinkings right whenever we're investing we're not only thinking about this but particular thing we want to think about the overall picture we want to think about the broad view so to speak for lack of a better term so we want to get into that right so we want to move away from buying more stuff and thinking it's going to make us happier it is not it literally does nothing think about it we want to move away from emotionally reacting to things we want to move away from you know i'm going to buy this because it's going to make me feel happy move away from that. It doesn't. Again, create an experience. Invest your money in an experience or something like that. It's guaranteed it's going to make you feel better. Think about it. If you're walking on the street and somebody asks you for money or something and you give it to them, how do you feel afterwards? Don't you feel amazing? How much did it cost you? It cost you less than a car. It cost you less than a TV. It cost you less than whatever stuff you're going to buy right? So we want to move away from that. If you can, you can do it. If you can, because I do understand people are struggling. Not everybody has the means to do all of that stuff, so for sure. But we definitely want to become cognizant. We want to start to discipline ourselves. You want to save. We want to make sure that we're taking stock. If you're somebody who's spending cash, you want to keep your receipts, you want to save all of them. And then at the end of maybe every two weeks or every month, you sit down and you go over everything that you spent and see where it is that you can cut back. Because I guarantee you, you can always cut back. I guarantee you, if you sit down and go over, you'll see exactly where you can cut back and you can cut back on things. Okay. So and another thing that again that we wanna be numerate. We wanna be numerate and we need to get away from you know spending in order an inordinate amount of money on things because that does not bring us happiness. And we wanna make sure that we're having these conversations about money with kids. If you have kids, have the teach them how to save, teach them how to budget, right? Because whenever it comes to kids and teaching them how to budget. You want to also make sure they're, when you give them their allowance, allow them to make the mistakes. It's best if they make the mistake with $20, $30, $50, as opposed to making a mistake with, I don't know, a $60,000 salary, $70,000 salary, $80,000 salary, because those mistakes last forever, right? Well, not last forever, but you get into debt and then you can't get out versus if they make the mistake. You don't want to micromanage them you don't want to tell them exactly how to spend your money when you give them their allowance allow them to make the mistake if you want to teach somebody you know they have these its another cliche uh you know you give a man a fish he only eats for a day but you teach a man how to fish eats forever so whenever you give them the money you don't need to particularly watch over them and show them exactly let them make the mistakes but find a way to teach them of how to properly budget Right. How to invest, how to save. I was seeing this video online. It's very interesting video, actually. Uh, This mother, she was teaching her daughters how to save money, how to properly budget, actually, not save, but budget. And she said, you make twelve hundred dollars a paycheck and you get paid every two weeks. So what? That's two thousand four hundred dollars a month. And you have rent to pay. You have groceries. You have car payments and you have all that stuff. How are you gonna budget? These girls were maybe, I don't know, 10, 11 years old, 12 years I really love this because I fact that the fact that she's teaching her kids how to properly budget at this age, it was amazing. But what actually caught my attention was the fact that this little girl said, I don't have no money. She said, By the time I finish paying rent, pay my car buy groceries i have no money and she legitly looked flabbergasted her face was just like what is this i cannot survive on this how am i and i'm like she literally gets it she's 12 years old and she gets it she does not know how adults are doing she's like i don't know she's like i'm gonna have to walk to work because now i can't i can't afford gas i just pay my car payment i just i can't afford gas i'm gonna have to walk to work It's like yeah but we're, like, i'm gonna have to get a bicycle and bike to work because i can't afford it that actually warms my heart the fact that she gets it but i like the fact that this parent was teaching her kid how to properly budget for when she goes out into the world she knows how to handle money and that's one of the biggest mistakes and it's not only poor people that does this rich people also does this they don't teach their kids how to budget they don't teach their kids how to invest and not all of them you know again i'm not talking about because with every situation you know you can there's always an exception to it but not always. We need to have more conversations like that. We need to get into the situation, not situation, but we need to get into the mindset where we're getting away from more is more. We need to, it's not being a minimalistic. We're not being excessive, but we need to get into the situation. I keep saying situation. I don't know why I'm keep saying situation, but we need to get into the mindset where enough is enough, meaning that we just have enough. Getting to that Goldilocks zone, so to speak. You know, I'm thinking about Goldilocks zone, and now my mind is drifting off whenever, you know, scientists are astrologists or uh, astrophysicists or whoever they are looking for life on different planets they're always looking for planets that exist in the goldilocks zone and the goldilocks zone is like the sweet spot it's where life is able to actually survive is where life is able to strive or i guess or to come into be right the earth exists in the goldilocks zone so i want to apply that to this situation where we want to i think it's best if we get to a point where We have enough. So we're not being minimalist. So we're not depriving ourselves of things. But we don't have excess of things. We don't need to have excessive of things. We don't need too much things. So we need to get to where it's enough. We have enough clothing, shoes, enough stuff, enough teeth, just enough to get us to get by. We don't need excess. So I think when we get to that, we'll be good. Because I think also uh, one of the issues is that because things are we're constantly being bombarded with telling us that we need more more is more is more we tend to want to buy more we want to spend more money and especially when you're poor or you're broke and you you can't afford it i know sometimes there's situation or circumstances like the economy and they're not paying you enough and all of that I understand not everything is in your control but things that are in your control is how you spend that money and you don't need to feel bad because you can't afford certain things I think We're in that mindset where we think that if we don't have certain things, we can't be happy. And that's not true. That is not true. And I think that's making a lot of people depressed. And, you know, that's why you'll see a lot of people go towards illegal ways to try to get more money or try to survive because they don't have enough. And again, it doesn't apply in every situations. Again, things are not always black and white. There's always gray areas. So definitely I'm not saying that it's. Everybody can do it in every situation. It's not a one size fit all sort of situation is you got to tailor it for your life and for your situation that you have going on. I think we can do it. I don't think we have to stay. We can be in a broke situation, but we don't don't have to remain in it. We have control over our situation and getting better. We can be better. We can get better and be better. We just have to get to that point where we're disciplining ourselves and we're not wanting excessive things. Too much stuff, we don't need to spend an inordinate amount of money on stuff, too much. So to recap, I'm gonna do a little recap for this one. To recap, we want to achieve financial freedom, independence, we don't wanna be dependent on money on credit card we want to get away from that we want to get away from that wage slave mentality that wage slavery that a lot of us are existing in it's 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 a no bueno man it's 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 a no go It's, it's a no for me it's a no for me we want to get away from that and in order to get away from that is we also want to have save up money for 6 months. We want well not save up money for 6 months. Let me rephrase that. We want to have 6 months uh what how do I phrase it? We want to have we want to save up uh enough money for 6 months. What i am what I'm saying is that we want to make sure that we have enough money to cover us for at least 6 months if there's an emergency. Let's call it an emergency fund. So if we have an emergency fund with say 6 months of um, money for six months for, to cover rent, to cover, whatever. That's we're on our way. We are on our way because if anything happens, any emergency, then what happens is that we don't need to use our credit cards. We don't need to use any of that. We can go into our emergency fund and use that to cover the emergency that we have, you lose your job and all of that. So we want to do that, have an emergency fund and we want to pay off the debt. Get a plan in place, get a plan in place. Call whoever you need to call and talk to whoever you need to call. Do what you gotta do and pay that debt off because we wanna achieve financial freedom. We don't wanna be, we wanna live debt free. I'm sure it feels good. People who don't have debt, I'm sure it feels amazing to not have any debt. You don't wanna be walking around with this black cloud looming over you constantly, this black cloud of debt. (laughs) You know, it's it's not fun, it's not fun. So we wanna definitely achieve that. What do I know? I don't know, nothing. I think what I'm saying makes sense. If it doesn't make sense, share your thoughts. I think I'm going to wrap today's episode up with saying, let's achieve financial freedom. Let's become independent and not dependent. Let's do away with this wage slave, wage slavery business, it's 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 a no-go. It's a no-go, right? So let me know. What are your thoughts on this, uh, today's topic of conversation? Did i cover good stuff did i not cover good stuff i don't know let's let's invest our money let's get that compound interest going and if you want it's very simple it's very simple though as i previously explained it's literally earning interest on interest what could be better than earning interest on interest if you had an option simple interest or compounding interest go with compounding interest put your money in some tax-free savings don't just save your money they're not making money let your money do the work let your money make money for you compound interest invested you want to diversify your portfolio so to speak you want to make sure that you're investing in a lot of little things move away from that narrow framing get to that broad frame look at you know you want to make sure that you're encompassing a lot of different ideas a lot of different things to maximize your outcome you don't want to just do one thing you know isolated thoughts thinking about this individual situation you want to make sure that you're combining a lot of different things so let's do this let's break out of being broke a lot of people will say you know what i don't know about money i don't know i never had the talk you literally have a computer at your fingertips even if you can't read you can watch youtube videos that will literally talk to you and tell you more about money we need to be more financial literate we are too much of us are financial illiterate it's a no-go This is why the broke stay broke. We need to educate ourselves. We need to edify ourselves. And we need to make sure we know how to make more money. And how we can make more money is not only by saving up money that's not making any money. If you have savings, go ahead and put it. Get some compound interest on it. Invest it in shares and all of that. Diversify your portfolio. We got to make that money, honey. Let's make that money. Let's make that money. Let's not make money be a top of something that we fear talking about. Let's talk about money. Have the conversations, teach people, let p- other people know. If you see somebody that has money, ask them, how did you make your money? What did you do? Let's have these conversations. Don't be too shy. I see somebody that's rich and they have some, or rich or they have something, not only rich, but they have something that I don't have and I want. I'm gonna ask them, how did you get that? I'm interested, I wanna know, how did you get it? Take note, mental notes. Take your phone out and start recording them if you're not good with memory or have a piece of paper. No shame in my game, I don't care. I need to know how you get to where you are at because I want to get, I aspire to get to your level. Let me know all the work involved. I want the formula i'm not about this get rich quick scheme because when you're in this get rich quick mentality as it come it goes as quick as you get it quickly you don't even know where it but i feel like if you work if you put the work and you want to create longevity you want to create something that's you wanna create a generational wealth. You wanna make sure that it's gonna last. You want to, when you talk about that, you talk about the Warren Buffett. You wanna talk about the Steve Jobs, even though it's no longer with us, but you wanna talk about the Elon Musk. You wanna talk about people, and those people are definitely exceptional, and not everybody's gonna be so exceptional, understandably, but you can also achieve wealth to where your family's okay. Getting away from this wage slave, getting away from death because I was seeing this video where it says, how do you make a million dollars? I give you a million dollars and how do you make a million and a million on top of the million that I give you? A lot of time, people are thinking, I'm going to reinvest it. Easiest answer to that is you have a million dollars. You go to the bank, the bank is going to give you a million dollars. Just got a million dollars on top of the million dollars that you have. A lot of people aren't thinking about that because a lot of people are thinking, well, I'm going to invest. Those are not incorrect answer. But there was a quicker way. So, hey, don't forget to share your thoughts on all my socials. Follow me, rate, subscribe on my YouTube channel. Join me again for my next thought. I don't know what it'll be. Something interesting, I hope. I think it will be. As always, my mind keeps me amused and things very interesting, right? So thanks for joining me today. And I look forward for you to join me on my next atoms of Thought. Whatever my thoughts is. Bye.